Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1581 right now and over the last two days I've talked about Star Wars Resistance and its connections to the prequel era and to the original trilogy era and we're going to talk today about one tenuous connection to the sequel era that has appeared in Star Wars Resistance that we haven't yet talked about and has to do with the First Order itself. And we're going to use that as a jumping off point for other conversations about the First Order and the state that they are in and how we are seeing them depicted in Star Wars Resistance and what this exactly means. And I'm also going to fill in a gap or two thanks to the help of the fine folks at uh, D23. And that, of course, will all be explained in a moment. But the thing I want to call your attention to from this last episode of Star Wars Resistance, the High Tower, and we've been going over some of the objects in Toradoza's room and the Easter eggs that are in there, thanks to the publication of more detailed pictures from StarWars.com, but also from me taking a bunch of screenshots and blowing them up on my phone to see what I can possibly see. And one of the things that we talked about yesterday was the fact that there was a doll or, you know, giant figure of Boosh the Bounty Hunter, which, you know, I'm suspecting is actually General Leia Organa underneath that thing. But next to it is a Stormtrooper doll. And it is not just any Stormtrooper doll. It is a First Order Stormtrooper doll. And you can tell by the way the helmet is depicted and comparing it to an actual First Order Stormtrooper that walks into the room later on in the episode before you know, or after Kaz is snuck in and uh, right before he goes out the window, uh, or right after he goes out the window they come in. And just making sure that you, know, you look at the actual live First Order Trooper, if you will, compared to the doll First Order Trooper, and the helmet is the same. It has the longer, you know, grin across it. It doesn't have, like, the briefer grill that the original trilogy era stormtrooper helmets have so why on earth does this doll even exist this is kind of the big in-universe question why is anybody merchandising anything related to the first order number one and number two why does tor even have anything related to the first order in her room this is i think a question that really begs answering and i hope we're going to get an answer for it sometime down the line but the fact that there is a first order doll of any kind well all right so i'm jumping to a conclusion here and you can tell me whether you think this is a reasonable conclusion or not but that doll does not look like it's a handmade toy it looks like it is a manufactured toy yes sure you know i'm putting a little something on it because, you know, we can't see stitches on the thing or anything like that. And maybe a close-up inspection of it would show something like that. But it does not look handmade. The way it's presented in the show, even just on the shelf where it is, it looks like it is a higher quality item. So that suggests not only that the First Order have a presence that has been 
known about for a while, but that there are other companies and other, you know, associations that are looking at what the First Order is doing and think either, you know, well enough of them or think that the First Order has enough of an influence and enough of a presence in that particular area of the galaxy that they actually think it's worth producing dolls or figures, statuettes of these things. So that in itself is mind-blowing, especially when the First Order is, you know, violating the Galactic Concordance by its mere existence, basically, and yet these these depictions of First Order Stormtroopers are actually being created. So something really remarkable is afoot there, and I don't think we really understand just how big a presence the First Order is, or at least, I mean, I think we understand it now, looking at The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, but certainly from the perspective of Star Wars Resistance and the fact that the First Order has not really made their big galactic move yet, this is a sign that things with the First Order are way more significant than anybody should have had an idea of. Now, this is the part where D23 comes in. D23 is the Disney membership club, and they send out a beautiful full-color magazine every three months or so. And in the most recent one, there is an extensive feature on Star Wars Resistance with interviews from a number of people who are developing the series. And one quote in particular from Athena Portillo, who is one of the executive producers of the show, is one that is particularly telling. And that's the one I'm going to share with you right now. She says... What I love about this, Portillo says, of the new setting for the show, is that our show gives you an introduction to the First Order, if you haven't seen The Force Awakens, and their initiatives to build a dominating presence. It also explains how General Organa is building the Resistance, unquote. Now, I'm not suggesting that building dolls or statuettes or whatever that happens to be. I'm not saying that that's their way of creating a dominating presence. However, I am suggesting that that might be a sign that the work that they are doing is successful. And even their presence on the Colossus platform suggests that there is some experience with them already, at least as we've seen it depicted in Star Wars Resistance so far. They are a known presence in the area and also a significant one as well in the estimation of everybody on the Colossus refueling platform. As far as Major Von Rag himself goes, that's the guy in the red TIE fighter pilot's suit that we see. Well, according to the information that we're hearing about him, he's supposed to be basically sort of like the Red Baron, essentially. Like the best fighter pilot that they have, of course, Kylo Ren notwithstanding. And that the color of his TIE fighter pilot suit is supposed to express that standing within the First Order's Navy. And he seems to be a known quantity to Captain Doza as well. So, yeah. The First Order is much stronger and more influential than we necessarily understand. And not just in Wild Space or the Unknown Regions. And Wild Space was even kind of a surprise based on Star Wars Resistance. But it seems like their presence may actually be felt in the Outer Rim already prior to the events of The Force Awakens and much more so than we ever suspected and that may be part of why General Leia Organa is so alarmist, if you will, 
about the First Order. Maybe she's seeing the kind of inroads that they are making into the known galaxy and saying, oh yeah, no, this is a bigger threat. It's not just in the unknown regions. Now they're actually being active in places where the Empire was essentially being fostered. And that's kind of part of the conversation in Star Wars Bloodline as well. And, you know, this is how we are seeing the development of the First Order to the point where they have their big coming out party in The Force Awakens, as it were. And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. I hope you are subscribing to the show wherever you happen to be catching it, so that way you get the next one without even having to think about it. And I hope you'll consider putting something in the tip jar, as it were, at patreon.com SW7X7. For now, though, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.